Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Coming up at 1130 today, we will be taking your confessions. We want to know a time you thought Facebook or social media was listening to you. Ooh. That'll be fun. I've got one from over the holiday break that I'll share with you, which I thought was the most fishy to this point. Oh, really? Yes, Queen. Interesting. Oh, you, said that with the, you said that with an accent. Where are you from? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hilaria Baldwin, Hillary Baldwin. This is a story that it's like if entertainment and pop culture has different roads that you can take some of the freeway the most popularly traveled well during the holidays i was on a dirt road okay so just a spare story would hit me here and there so when i heard about this story yesterday i was one of the cave people coming out from behind the rock regarding hilaria baldwin or hillary baldwin i guess she goes by both having allegedly a fake uh spanish accent having lied about her upbringing. Uh, and then I started doing this deep dive and just show me a video of her talking. or Because I hadn't really heard from her. I wasn't um, familiar with her outside of, you know, tabloid photos. Well, it's funny because I've seen her on talk shows and she just talks like I'm talking. And then I've seen her in Instagram posts with her husband and she has a little bit of an accent. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize she wasn't American. I've got some audio here. I've got the famous quote. If you want, do to you hear have it. the? So this is when she was on. Do you know what year this is that she was on? I'm looking at. The, she was on the Today Show and she was doing a cooking segment, and uh, and it must have been years ago because I see a picture of Natalie Morales, who's no longer on the show. Yeah, it's definitely dated for sure. So but. let's say this is in the five ish years ago, 10-ish years ago range. Um, here she is talking about uh, a recipe that she was going to be putting together. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, a, how do you say it? Cucumber. Cucumbers. We have, um, red pepper. Right, we have, stop. of course. How do you say in English? How do you, how do you say in English? Cucumber? Cucumber? Okay. So, the, I, I, are you familiar with this story, Donna? Yes. As I understand it, and you tell me if I'm right. Uh, she was born and raised in Boston. Mm-hmm. I believe she took a trip to uh, to Spain at some point. Okay. <laughs> and um, But again, like went to all, all of her schooling, was in Boston, and uh, at, at some point knew the word cucumber. <laughs> Definitely knew. Which makes a moment like that fabricated. Now, I know that she has since come out and talked on Instagram. Alec Baldwin is defending her. 
There was an article that was put out about Alec Baldwin. I believe it said uh, Alec Baldwin and his Trumpian defense. Don't bring me into this. And his Trumpian defense of Hilaria, to which he blasted it and said, this is awful journalism. But what I haven't seen yet is, has she addressed this specific clip? Uh, good question. Uh, I am reading Because it. I know she's saying, like, I'm, you know, sort of like... I don't know, fluid, and if I'm my Boston me or if I'm my. Well, she spends a lot Spain of time me. in Spain because her family lives there. Okay. Yes. So and throughout her childhood, so I get it. You very easily absorbed your surroundings. Like I'm from New Jersey, I go back home, and people think I sound way Midwestern. Sure. You know yes. what I mean. I lived in Georgia uh, for a while, and I picked up y'all and things like that, and a little bit of a drawl, and it, you don't realize that you're picking it up. So, not that I'm completely defending her, but I kind of get it. Madonna lives in London, and then she ends up speaking differently. There's a woman on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills named Dorit, and she's got the strangest accent, and everyone's like, you're from Connecticut. Why are you talking like that? But she's married to a British guy, and I think her kids speak with an accent. So I think it's, I don't know. Here's what she said on Instagram. Okay. This is Hilaria Baldwin. I've seen chatter online questioning my identity and culture. This is something I take very seriously. And for those who are asking, I'll reiterate my story as I've done many times before. I was born in Boston. I grew up spending time with my family between Massachusetts and Spain. My parents and sibling live in Spain. I chose to live here in the U.S. We celebrate both cultures in our home. Alec and I are raising our children bilingual just as I was raised. It's very important to me. I understand my story is a little different, but it's mine, and I'm very proud of it. So I do remember hearing Alec Baldwin talk about his kids speaking Spanish. Yes. And sometimes he's speaking, and he doesn't understand his own kids. But does that make you forget the the word word cucumber? cucumber? That's a weird one. That's where I'm like, I, I get what you're saying. When I went to San Diego or California, and you probably did this, Steve, too, you probably dropped some of your East Coast stuff and picked up the West Coast picked up lingo. some bras. Yeah, and, some bras, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But then when you go back to the East Coast or me, the, the cornfields here, I didn't really say that because my friends would look at me like I'm crazy. Not to say that you can't. You definitely can. But there's definitely, I think, a line that she's taking here. If she would just come out and be like, hey, I'm just having fun with what I think is a part of me. Fine, but she's like sticking to the lie, and that's where I think it's kind of sad. But. Yeah, oh, by the, interesting. There, there, of course, Twitter. You know, Twitter. Twitter mm-hmm. for the last week has had a real field day with this. I did. <laughs> I just saw a tweet. I can't find it out, but the person said, "Recently, I've done a whole lot of shopping at IKEA, so I can now confidently say that I am Swedish." Does anyone know the word for cabinets? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, the cucumber thing was uh, weird, but I get it. If you're speaking both languages in your home, of course you're going to have a little bit of an accent and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I say, who cares? Leave her alone. She's not lying. Is she? I don't know. Well, <laughs> then I think there's another layered part of the conversation that I'm not well read enough on this topic to go into regarding posing as a minority. Oh, I see. I see. And that not playing as well with, let's say, minorities, for instance. Um, so again, I there's that's a deeper dive. I'll leave that, leave that to the Colleen okay, and Bradleys of the world. If you're born to Spanish parents, but 
I are think, they? Well, that's the thing. Is I and yes. I, a, a caller here just called, and I think I remember Colleen and Bradley saying it. So I don't, but I don't think she was like young. I think that she ten years ago was when her parents moved to Spain. I don't think this was in her youth where she was kind of raised. Oh, so you don't I heard her that they liked are... Spain. They liked Spain. They would vacation there. <laughs> oh. This this lie started out as she was. Her family had another home there and they were raised and she was coming back and forth. But now from what I understand and what a caller has confirmed, and Colleen and Bradley also, I believe, when I was with them yesterday, confirmed this, that it wasn't more or less. It was more recently that she had been going to Spain. So it's it's it's, I get it. You know, be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. I'm not going to judge you for that. But when you continue to change the story and lie about it, that's where I make it if, if nothing else. It makes it more fishy, and we need to hear what she has to say specific, specifically about the cucumber incident. By the way, by and large, I think that this this story matters not, but it's a point of entertainment for us at the end of the year and the beginning of this year. Sure. But the, how do you, what's the American word? How do you cucumber? say? That feels say, like, uh, okay. Nicaragua. Okay. Okay. All right. I, yeah, okay, yeah. And if you're changing your name from Hillary to Hilaria. Hmm. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Now I go I'll to the, dig a uh, little deeper on that. To the Tanya Roberts story quickly. Which sad, excuse me, sadly she did pass away this. Oh morning. no! Yes, that's, yeah. yeah when you, oh god! When you did that tease, I was like, oh, does he know? Oh, I didn't know. So when I read this story this morning, she had been pronounced dead, or, or the the word came out from her rep that she was dead. Then her boyfriend is on Inside Edition yesterday. Mm-hmm. Gets a call from the hospital that she is still alive. And I cannot even imagine what that call would be like. He ended up breaking down in tears. And it's, you watch this person get word on the phone that someone they thought they lost is now gone. And now to hear that she's gone again, she from uh, Bond Films and that 70s show. Right. Um, Midge. Yeah. What a, what and a Charlie's turn. Angels. Yeah, Charlie's I, I Angels, believe what yeah. had happened was her boyfriend was not allowed to be with her and then was called to the hospital because she was going downhill very quickly um and then he had a moment with her and presumed that she had died had called her publicist and told him what had just happened you know he said i looked into her eyes and you know i left and they kind of told him she's as good as gone and they took her off the respirator and all that well the publicist ran with that Without any kind of medical confirmation from like a coroner or anything like that, and just oh, that's wow. how that got oh, that's out of so control. Sad. Oh, for that poor boyfriend to go through that emotional Twice. whiplash. Oh my god. Oh lord, that's yeah, really just terrible. Very very sad. And she was young. What was she? Sixty five years old yeah. and collapsed while walking her dogs. dogs. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think she had some underlying health problems throughout her life. I think she had hepatitis C as um, a young woman. And they think that that had something to do with some of her organs being affected, uh, you know, present day. All right. Well, well, that took some emotional turns there. Yeah, we better go. Let's do a study. Let's let's cleanse our palate with academia. The four best diets to try in 2021. If getting healthier, losing a little bit of weight, getting stronger is on your list of resolutions. I'll tell you about these. A couple of these diets I've never heard of in my life. Hmm. And frankly, they sound kind of good. We'll get into those when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We're buddies. We're buddies. We are. 
Studies have shown that medical... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... Buddy. A perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. You're my little buddy, boo. You know... My boo. Boo. I would like to, uh... What? I'd like to lose a little weight. I can't even say that anymore. This isn't a safe place. Yeah, you can say it. Go ahead. U.S. News and World Report just put out its annual list of the best diets for weight loss and overall health. They also factor in how easy each diet is to stick to. Stick them up, yeah. <laughs> Almost 70% of Americans say they're in worse shape now than they were a year ago, by the way. Yeah, I would agree. 70%. That. For myself, I mean. I see old clips of me on Twin Cities Live that they're showing these repeat uh, segments of throwback cooking segments since we can't have guests mm. in the studio. Shish kebab, man. Yeah, I got a hump on my back <laughs> and my front. <laughs> Hams. Ham hanging off the backside. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Don't be so mean to ham. Looks like a camel laying down. <laughs> Don't be so mean to ham. Whoa. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Ham is delicious. It I is. had ham this Christmas. Oh, oh, good for you. Delicious. Here's the number one diet. I've never heard of this diet, and I would do it. The Mediterranean diet, the best overall diet, according to U.S. Mean? News and World never Report. Heard of it. I've never heard of it. How can you have never heard of it? It's the one that... Every doctor on the planet recommends the world. No. The Mediterranean diet. It's just the way people in the Mediterranean eat. I've never heard a doctor recommend it. I don't think I'm... If you, I, maybe you're just not in touch with like your health side. No. I, well, I wonder if maybe, hear me out, okay. do they start to offer this sort of information at certain points, at no. checkpoints? Hey. You mean age? I've had this diet offered to me, my friend. So okay. we're the same age. Thank you. I am Grant. Um, no, they just—it's just inspired by the eating habits of people in Spain. Hilaria. How do you say? What is the word for? What is your word? Is it nuts? Do you say fish? Where you're from? You know, Italy, Greece. It's fish. It's nuts. It's fruits. It's veggies. All the normal. Things you're supposed to be eating. Oh, uh, this is why you've heard of it. Because you've said to the doctor, which one lets me drink wine still, Doc? <laughs> and that is one where you do get to drink wine. Yeah, but you don't get to drink all the wine, you know? You don't get to drink all the wine. They they, they just have a really good balance of... Interesting. I'm an idiot, I guess. Yeah, I would go with that. <laughs> oh, I was just <laughs> yeah, going to say no, fair. but all right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we'll go with that. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. No, All right, you're now not what an idiot. idiot. You just it's just not on your radar. I w- yeah, I was gonna say you probably and this is a compliment to you, buddy, but you know, and I've had stages in my life where I've needed to diet. Maybe you haven't, so maybe they haven't had to offer it to you. You Like you said, you're a shish kebab, so maybe you're just in shape all the time and you're, you know... Not needing to take on and a Mediterranean diet. Plus, I'm not even thinking right. of doctor. your doctor recommending. You could just pick up any publication and it was, yeah. it's always there. Prevention Magazine, Women's Health. Um, okay, these are both big doc- on my reading list. Doctor um, <laughs> Prevention Ma- Honey! Dr. Oz. Look um, what just came! You know, put on a new show <laughs> and 60 Minutes will have a thing on it. You've it, described just, Yeah, these are all things I don't look into. Is that the latest issue of Prevention? That's a great magazine, by the way. I gotta get back on that. It is. It's really good. They have really good smoothie <laughs> recipes. Okay, fine. <laughs> Did you age out of Prevention? Well, yeah, and Reader's Digest, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> now I'm only allowed to read AARP magazine. Would you say is a great magazine? It is very good. I'd like to read it. Just like Prevention, uh, you know what? There's a guy magazine too that I thought, wow, this is really well done. Muscle and fitness. Not that one. I'll get back to you after your study. What if you just want to lose weight and you want to keep it off? Come hell or high water, they would suggest. Have you heard of this? The flexitarian diet. No. It tied Weight Watchers for first, for the just want to lose it and keep it off category. Flexitarian means mostly vegetarian, but some meat is okay, hence the flex. A little flexible. A little flexible. Okay. What if you just want to drop weight fast? I've got a ball coming up this weekend. (laughs) Check out the HMR diet. Never heard of it. Mm -mm. It involves having food boxes delivered. Not necessarily the cheapest. Weight Watchers and Atkins came in second in this category. HMR stands for Health Management Resources or Resources. I don't like it when people say resources are resourceful. Yeah, I'm, I don't either. How do we get rid of them? The people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll get back to you. The three easiest diets to stick to happen to be aforementioned Mediterranean diet, because you're getting a lot of fats in there, fruits, nuts, Weight Watchers, and the Flexitarian. Hmm. So Mediterranean, if you look back at that category, came out as both the easiest diet to to, uh, stick to and the best overall diet. It's just common sense, if you ask me. It's like... A little bit of nuts, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of, a lot of bit of vegetables, a little bit of wine, just, mm. you know, a little bit of bread. It's a lot of balance. You know what wasn't on there? What? Keto. You know what wasn't on there? Wasn't. What wasn't? Whole30. They're popular. Yeah, but they're fads, you know? I don't know. I feel like they're sticking around. I loved keto. Keto, search for fat. You're looking for fat all the time. Cheese, sure. Bacon, okay. Fat is your number one thing that you want. It goes fat, then it goes protein, then carbs keep them low. Okay. As opposed to Atkins, which is protein high. Yeah. Then fats, then carbs. Esquire. 
That's yes? the magazine. Very good magazine. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were addressing me. <laughs> hey, it's uh, time for confessions. Yes. When's the time that Facebook or Instagram was listening to you? What's your story? Call us now, 651-641-1071. We get into it next. Oh, what fun sounds hey, you were making. thank you so much, Steve. I was trying to be more like you in 2021. Oh, gosh. That's cool. Yeah, all right, bye. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional <laughs> is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl, girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve on my talk, 107. We want you to tell us about a time that you think Facebook or Instagram was spying on you when they were listening, and then suddenly you saw an ad pop up. Mm-hmm. Over Christmas break, <laughs> we were playing a card game. Mafia. It wasn't mafia. This was like a poker a game, mm-hmm. but it was. It's, so it's a game called baseball. Blah 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 blah. So there's a rule that if you get one a two dealt to you, you can bean the other person, which hits them, takes them out of the game, no matter how good their hand was. But if they have a two, they can charge the mound, which means now you're both out of the game. Mm-hmm. But if the person that you charge the mound with has another two in their low cards, the two cards that are face down in a game of seven card. Then they can have a Nolan Ryan moment, which is when Robin Ventura famously charged the mound of the Hall of Fame pitcher Nolan Ryan. Oh, yeah. Who swiftly got him into a headlock and just rained (laughs) down blows on the head of Robin Ventura, leaving him a bloody mess. So we were talking about, and then some people at the table started saying, wait, explain the, I don't get the Nolan Ryan reference. And so we were explaining it. Robin Ventura came out, blah, blah, blah. The next morning, my brother Scooty wakes up and says, look what appeared on my Facebook. And it was a video of Nolan Ryan punching Robin Ventura. And it was just from some random account, some ad promoted account that said baseball's most shocking moments. And suddenly the, mm. the very specific incident from 30 plus years ago shows up on Facebook the morning after we spoke about it. Wow. That's random. Yeah. Not even a product. It's just a video. It's funny. Sometimes I feel like I think things and it appears. The, see, that's where I'm with you. My, I had something similar to this over Christmas, but it wasn't with Facebook. I was just, okay. and you'll like this movie. I was watching actually the third, I don't know if you like this one, but the third edition of The Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Yeah. Oh, I watched them all this year. Me yep. too. And I was uh, texting a fellow coworker across the hall. And I sent him a pic. He's like, what are you doing? And I just took a picture of my Christmas tree and, the, and a picture. And the this very moment where the movie or the, sh- the movie was in that picture. So we start talking a little bit. And then he was like, what's the name of that girl? And so I immediately just Google girl in Santa Claus movie. Mm-hmm. And the first picture that comes up is the exact same picture, the exact same frame of the movie that I sent him oh, earlier. Oh, like, oh, that's funny. It's a coincidence. It's nothing like this, like Facebook spying right. on me. But I was like, that is the first picture. So I took screenshots of it and I was like, yeah. he was like, what are you, uh, what devil's lettuce are you on? But uh, no, that was, that was my moment. So <laughs> here's one from Jessica Schultz on Facebook. Talk about random. My husband calls our son Picklefish. Excuse me, picklefish. Don't ask. Nicknames have just a way of evolving. Anyhow, about a year ago now, he started getting ads for Picklefish Press. What? Way too random to be coincidental. 
Sarah, if that's her real name, said, I was telling a friend that it was time to, quote, rip the Band-Aid off and let her ex go, (laughs) move out. Sure enough, moments later, opened Instagram, there are now ads for Band-Aids. Yeah, that's messed up. Isn't that weird? I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I didn't watch all of that crazy documentary either. The social Dilemma. Yeah, because it's freaky. You think they're listening, right, Donna? I do. I, yes. don't, I don't even think you need to write stuff. I honestly think that they can pick stuff. I mean, they've proven that your um, Alexa listens to you, correct? And it records conversations. Yes. That, that has come out. You can like set put settings to turn that off. but you, you can't get away with anything anymore, by the way. If you're saying something behind someone's back, you know, in the heat of a moment or something, I bet you in a court of law, somebody could find that audio somewhere of you being picked up by your Alexa, by your TV remote, you know, they do. Yeah. Your TV remotes. You can talk to them now. I'm telling you, I told you my crepe array story. Mm -hmm. All I did was have it on in my kitchen on the TV. uh, Just some random ad was on. For, you know, like an infomercial for this stuff that gets rid of that creepy look of your neck and chest. And I thought in my head, didn't say it out loud, because I live alone and I'm not crazy. I said, you should get me some of that. Next day, emails in my inbox oh. for crepe erase, like, hmm. you know, 25% off. <laughs> and I know what happened now. It's because Comcast is my internet provider Mm-mm. and my cable provider. And the remote is a talking remote. You know what I mean? I think they're all connected. So my internet and my cable are connected. So it's picking mm. up on what I'm watching and then sending me emails about that product. Mm. They're all in cahoots together. I don't like they're it. They're all out to get us. I find it rather entertaining. I know it's nefarious, but I still, I just think I'm not going to be able to stop this. So this is interesting. How about what happened to Kirsten? I was watching a dog show on TV and a lot of dogs barking. All of a sudden, lots of ads on Facebook about training your dog not to bark and bark collars. Just from the sound of dogs barking on a show. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's disturbing. Uh, this let's is see. Big Brother. This is totally Big Brother watching you. I'm going to cold read one. You ready for a cold read? Yes. yes. This is from Julie. I was at a restaurant with a friend talking about times that Facebook or Instagram spied on you. I was telling her how I love gel manicures, but I do not like sitting in a salon or paying salon prices. My friend told me that she had bought her own UV machine to do the manicures at home, so I was asking her for more details about that. Later at home... I opened Facebook and saw an ad for a UV machine. Mm -hmm. It really freaked me out because I had the phone on the table but did not have any apps open. I think you just have to turn your phone off when you are having private conversations and you're at a restaurant having dinner. I mean, I get it. It's very useful marketing. All right, now listen to this. This from Sharon. Sharon. And then we have a call when you're done. I've heard that your phone listens to you and was skeptical until tonight. We were watching a show on the record industry, and the show is on our DVR, so it's not being broadcast now. Here's the weird part. 
they interviewed Cat Stevens on the show, and he played a bit of one of his songs. I picked up my phone, opened Facebook, and what video pops up? Cat Stevens playing the exact mm -hmm. same yeah. song. Yeah. I mean, this is very useful, like I said, marketing for businesses, and there are corporations who do only this. Oh, my gosh. And finally, we'll go to the phone here in a minute. Listening to your show with Donna talking about crepe race, and lo and behold, I'm getting emails, not ads, but actual emails. <laughs> I know. No. I know. Wow. If, the, if she's listening through her internet provider, that's probably why. All right. Who do All we right. have on the phone? Diana. Hello, Diana. Hello. Hi. Hi guys. Oh, Great. we're doing good. Happy tell New us Year. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. Tell okay, us about the time so, you got spied on. Okay. So last week, I was just craving a piece of chocolate cake. Wanted a chocolate cake. Wanted a chocolate cake. Laying on the ground, whining. Sean, my husband, go get me a piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> All of a sudden, the Alexa, who's in the other room, starts talking. He says, what? Alexa's talking. I said, what is she saying? All of a sudden, she starts playing a lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. She thought I was saying I want a lovely day while I was screaming, I want a chocolate cake. Uh, so I don't know. She's not even understanding me, but she's playing something crazy and listening to me when she shouldn't be. Yes, Alexa is always, always listening. Sometimes taking the wrong request, but she is always That's listening. Right. That's right. Thank right. you, I'll Diana. Take a lovely day, but I really wanted a piece of chocolate cake. Did you ever get the cake? I did not. Oh, Sean! What's wrong? Get a woman husband. some chocolate cake. You need to divorce him, Donna. No, no, well, no, no, no. Sorry, no, no. that's aggressive. I'm no. sorry. I, I, you know what? I almost took that aggressive, um, but, I, but no, not going to. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll okay. do the good Steve. I'll do good boy Steve. Thank so you. Bye, Diana. Thank, Thank you. Bye, Donna. <laughs> what? can't tell a caller they should divorce. At least put him in the doghouse for a couple hours. <laughs> That's say, super right? different than divorce. All right. <laughs> Time out. I don't really mean it, Steve. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about Alexa? Do you do you have one of those thingies in your house? I hate Alexa. Okay. I I hate her. I have one for one purpose when I have to do morning shows. I, I, I unplug it all the time, but I use it when I do morning shows because it's my extra alarm. Because uh, you can tell, you can, I don't know, it's just another, I have that paranoia that I'm never going to get up. Right. Um, so I only, I, I, I'm so paranoid about her listening that I unplug it and I only plug it in on nights that I'm doing morning shows. That's interesting. You know, the reason that I don't like her, it's an advanced piece of technology. I do not like uh, that we have to bow down and spell her name and say, like, if there's one in the room, A-L-E-X-A. I hate that. Oh. I hate, I feel like then the robots are in control. I do not like that at all. And my ki if you have a child who has an Alexa, they abuse this poor robot woman. And it <laughs> brings out the worst in your children. They become these demanding little monsters. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Do you like it? I don't have one. I don't ever aspire to have one. I, I mean, I could dim my own lights. I'm not that lazy yet. You know, I can, I can take care of some small tasks on my own. We'll uh, give Krista the final word. She says, I strangely got a Facebook ad for scream-free parenting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's very funny. That's funny. It's good. It's good. I am Grant has one other call here. We'll just see what Hello, he's going to Wanty. Who do we have right. here? We got Ryan on the phone, and he's got a really interesting story. He just tried what you guys were talking about. Ryan, tell us about this. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, I'm sitting here getting ready for work, and I'm like, hey, let's just try it. So uh, 
I was I don't bake or anything, so I just said, Oh, chocolate cake, chocolate cake, I wanna learn how to bake. <laughs> Open up Facebook ad right away. Martha Stewart and she's with Snoop Dogg baking something. No, <laughs> no. Are you telling the truth? I swear on my life, I'll tweak a screenshot and send it to you. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That is insane. We tried doing this once with like snowmobiles. And we kept saying snowmobile, 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 thinking that we'd get ads for Polaris or something like that. And it didn't happen. Remember, Steve? Yeah, I do remember that. I wonder if it's because for me, I'm at work, you know, and I don't know if it just has to be connected to some other things in my house. But uh, good luck with that baking class that you'll be taking with Martha. <laughs> <Super creepy>. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, wow. Ryan. Hey, you're welcome. We'll All right. Thanks, Ryan. Soon. Thanks for the call. Thanks, everybody, for uh, participating. We are duty bound. We're duty bound. Hey, duty bound to wrap up this show. Yes, uh, hey, I want to tell you, I saw, um, I saw a movie over Christmas break, and it was very well done. I think you guys should check it out. I'll tell you what it is. It's on Netflix. Uh, when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Speaking of entertainment, Steve, uh, have you heard of the movie Death to 2020? Was this the one that is the parody? Yes. The parody documentary? Yes. Mockumentary? Yes. Yes. Um, It's very funny. It's very good. Uh, It's a British mockumentary by the creators of Black Mirror. Yes. And funny cast. Very good cast. So it features a series of fictional characters discussing events from 2020 in the U.S. and the U.K., uh, the COVID pandemic, the presidential election. Um, apparently it received mostly negative, like critical reception. Oh. <laughs> but the performances were so good. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, Hugh Grant, Lisa Kudrow, Leslie Jones. I think Joe Keery was actually, or excuse me, I think it's Joe Keery, um, was the star of it. He is the kid who plays Steve on uh, Stranger Things. Yes, we love him. So good as a a, a millennial named Duke Ghoulies. <laughs> Camille Nanjiani is in it. He's a CEO of of a tech company. His name is Bark Multiverse. Tracy <laughs> Ullman. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in this. He's the narrator. Um, you know, it may be a little tiny sh- smidge too long. Sure, but. Um, there were moments where I like laughed out loud pretty hard. Um, is it is it on YouTube? Did you say it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so my friend Mike told me to watch it. Texted. He just wrote "Death to 2020." Watch it. And I'm like, okay, boss. So I watched it the next day, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty funny. We're hearing a lot about this guy, Mike. <laughs> He's just buddy. Um. I want to see what kind of um, reception it got on Rotten Tomatoes, though. I I saw the trailer a couple right before the holiday break. Trailers can be deceiving. We all know this. Yeah. But it was a good trailer. It was funny. So the to hear that it stood up 
for the day. Yeah, I get it. It's a little bit long. We say that about virtually every movie that comes out. Right. They could all use, need to be about Actually, 10% shorter. Let me take that back. It's, it's only like an hour and 10 minutes from what I recall. But it just seems like maybe they, they still could have shaved a little they time. They could have shaved 10 minutes off of it. Maybe yeah. 15. Um, but it, I think they did a really smart job. You know what they should do with movies for length? Because we're always complaining about Break them it. up with an intermission? They should. No, because then there's you're always tempted to leave if it's nice out. You're like, should we go? Really? <laughs> I don't know. You know no. uh, we could get a table right now at that restaurant if we just left. Hmm. I think they should have a third party come in, untethered to the production. And then they are tasked with, you must cut 10% of this movie. In total runtime. I like that. You choose, but 10%, one way or another, has to go. I like it. People mm. fall in love with their work too much. You know? I think that's the problem. They yeah. get too and I attached. get it. Well, I had a boss who once said, let's just put this in radio terms. What the listener doesn't hear, they won't miss. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if you're yes. thinking, I want to tell this story, but I, I can't cut that part out because, oh, I want to... You can, because yes. the listener doesn't know that it ever existed. I once had a professor, the great Monica Gannis, who, when we were putting together stories, like an entertainment story, she said, if ever there's a part of that story that you're thinking, oh, okay, once this part ends, then we get to cut that part. If there's ever something yes. that it just feels like you're you're waiting for the thing that comes after it, then cut the thing before it. Yes. Tight. Make it tight. Make it good. I'm going to take note on both of these. Great advice, guys. Hey, here's thanks. here's <laughs> another good um a, another good lesson for anyone who writes anything for a living, which is probably not a ton of people that that go into the world of creative writing. But if you do, a great line to remember is first be clear, then clever. But often people try to be clever. Right. And then at the end of it, it's like, oh, that was a clever intro to a story or whatever it might be. But I don't totally understand what I'm about to watch now. Right. You need to be clear first, then clever. Yes. That's a great piece of advice, too, Steve. And if I may just go back to Death to 2020, I should, I should give a little disclaimer. I mean, if you're not going to have a sense of humor about some of the terrible events that happened this year, do not watch it. Okay. Um, also, it is it's biased. You know, it's from one person's, you know, as documentaries usually Every are. Every documentary is biased. Yes. So yes. it's a biased point of view. But, I mean, if you're just in the mood for something just silly and, um, I mean, it's it, it's been done before. You know, it's it's nothing new. But just because we all just lived through this past year, I found it interesting. By the way, in case you were like me and you came across a headline that said DC will reportedly have two different film sagas involving Batman running at the same time, one with Robert Pattinson, the other with Michael Keaton. That'll be fun for Michael Keaton. Yeah, it kind of wasn't true, though. Oh. There was a New York Times reporter who posted that, and then people thought that it meant a separate film franchise that would be happening. But really what uh, this Brooks Barnes from the New York Times meant Sounds was... Sounds like a fake name, by the way. It probably is. Right. Um, was that Michael Keaton will be appearing as an older Batman yeah. in the upcoming DC movie, The Flash. But there is no word from DC that he's going to be getting his own older Batman spinoff 
series or standalone movie. Got it. Like All him right? very much. He was in a documentary that I just saw recently, too, on... It's a series. It's on the Comedy Store. Oh, was that good? Um, I didn't finish it, but what I saw, it could have been better. I feel like it was done by... I can't remember the guy's name, but you'd know his face Judd if Apatow? you saw him. Nope, nope, nope. He's a comedian, but he... It, you know, took a shot at directing and putting this together, and mm. it just seemed a little bit disjointed. But okay. if you're interested in the subject, you'll still watch it. And I, I forgot that Michael Keaton, he started as a stand up guy. Is that right? That's right, Steve. Wow. You damn tootin'. Hey. Sorry, darn tootin'. Thank you. You're tootin'. No, that's different. You need to stop tootin'. That's actually right. true. What are you going to do with the rest of your day? It's a good lunch today. Yeah, um, baked. It's like baked it's chicken with Brussels sprouts. Oh, it smelled so good when I was walking yes. through earlier before I came. <laughs> I'm going to uh, do a little thing on the news at 12:45, and then I'm going to get a, going to get in an Uber. You are to go get my car. My car is at the uh, St. Paul Airport. Oh, you left it there, huh? Oh, you didn't yeah. have a driver take you to your jet? No. <laughs> oh, fancy! I'm living that private jet life, was- y'all. Somebody having a couple of cocktails on the plane on the way back? Donna. Rude. No, I flew back commercial. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day. All right. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. So you don't leave. Stick around. We'll see you tomorrow.